Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of So Into That, the podcast where I invite cool people to chat all about things that we are really into right now. I am over the moon excited for you guys to hear this week's episode because this is the most requested guest that I've had so far. Like the second I announced that I was launching this podcast, the requests for this guest to come on started rolling in. I mention this guest all the time on Instagram because she is the source of most of the books that I read and then recommend to you guys. That's right. We've got Katie from Beach Reads and Bubbly on the podcast this week. If you already follow Katie, you know that she is delightful, um, charming, funny as heck. She is just like Midwestern to the T. And I mean that in the sense of just so like relatable and down to earth and lovely and kind. I adore this woman. Uh, we've been like internet friends for like a year. We chat all the time, but this is the first time that I've ever seen her fabulous smiling face. And it was like the most fun hour uh, of my week. It was so much fun. And then we ended up chatting for two more hours. Like I looked out of her window, which I could see in the background and it was like pitch black dark. Her child was like crawling all over her lap. I was like, all right, I guess I'll let you go, but I never want to let you go. Um, Beach Reads and Bubbly is an account that is dedicated to sharing Beach Reads mostly, but she also does share a lot of other books that aren't technically considered beach reads. And then she pairs those books with a cocktail. We've been talking about doing a collaboration for ever and ever and ever. And we just haven't gotten to it yet because we're both moms trying to also be entrepreneurs, but we will get there eventually. And I will, I will create a cocktail to pair with a book that we both love and review for, for you. We'll get there. But for now, you just get to hear us chat about the things that we are so into, including our favorite t-shirt, the kitchen tool that Katie can't live without that is so random, but now I also need to have immediately. We are also both into two things that are, in theory, complete opposites. Mine being something that I never thought that I would be that into that my husband is super into. Hers being something that she knew she was into, but is so glad that the rest of the world is finally catching on. It was such a good conversation. She makes me laugh so much. She's just full of life, full of fun. I, If you already know her, you're going to love this conversation. If you don't know Katie yet, you're about to fall in love. Follow her on Instagram for the rest of your life. If you're not a reader already, you are about to discover so many books to try that I know you will fall in love with because her recommendations, she recommends thrillers, she recommends romance, she recommends others. She, Katie is lovable. Her books are lovable. This conversation rocked. I'm so excited for you to get to know Katie. So here it is. Okay, Katie, welcome to So Into That. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so happy to be here. I feel like we are very good friends and this is the first time we're ever- this is the first time I've actually talked to your face, but I feel like I talk to your face all the time. That's exactly how I feel. I feel like you've been teaching me how to parent for the past year. I feel like you've been teaching me how to read slutty books. <laughs> okay, and mine's much slutty. more Katie impressive. Reads, <laughs> it is. You read really, um, really trashy books, and also you read really good books, and that is an important line to toe. Sometimes I'm only in the mood to read oh, pure trash. Like same. when I'm really in the thick of it, when I'm like really busy and I need my brain to be out of my brain, mm -hmm. pure trash. 
But there are also times that call for a good old literature. Yeah, you want to script, but not like I'm not reading, you know, Warren. I know, I know, I know. But we're not. Yeah, yeah. there's sometimes. So I should define brands because I feel like your yes, yes, listeners. Yes. Are, it's not in yes, the okay, so um, Katie, public vernacular. Katie right calls now. smutty books. We we talked about smutty books on so into that. Oh yeah, I listen. Nella Malik because she also loves smutty mm-hmm. books. Okay, so Katie, tell us what a brad is. So a brad is a beach read after dark. That's what brad stands for. But also, like, I want you to picture brad in your head. It's just like a hunky guy, whatever a hunky guy is to you. My mom once wanted me. I was on the beach, and she's like, "You should go up to really hot guys." And ask them to like pose with a book, and we can have all different kinds of brads. And we felt like it was a little sexual harassment y, but okay, okay, okay <laughs> one okay. day. But basically, it's okay. Smut. I don't hate it. <laughs> yeah, I thought I have a whole vision one day, like when we take Beatrude and Bubbly Global, we have brads, right. like real men, <laughs> real brads. Everyone's name tag says Brad. Um, but basically, I just wanted a term that wasn't uh-huh. smut because sometimes I feel like smut. smut like makes us feel bad about ourselves and brads. Totally. It's like, if you know, you know, if you don't know, some people who have dads and brothers named Brad don't love the term, which I get, <laughs> but so I use that sons, term instead of smut. Exactly. Brad. Exactly. So when I was pregnant with my first, people thought I was going to name him Brad, like not kidding. And I was like, I, that actually, I can guarantee that will never happen. <laughs> delete. <laughs> delete. <laughs> exactly. In so, what fucking world? In what? Well, also I made it public. <laughs> I made a note. When I got pregnant, I told people the book I was reading just because, you know, and it was Akatar. Wait, it was, it was Akatar. Yes. We've discussed this. Yes. yes. And so yes. This, a few people thought I was going to name him like, everyone Reese. says I say, yes. I say rise. Is that not rising? Oh, I think yeah, you're, you're right. You're wrong. I, yeah, I, but I'm right. I kind of like mm-hmm. mine better. I so. love that for you that you like that better. <laughs> so that is what I'm, but I. I know it's wrong. So I almost named my son that. I didn't. I mean, if oh. I did, I would have named him like Tamlin. It was book one. I mean, can you imagine? That yeah, 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 yeah. Woo. Yeah. That would have been really rough. Um, yeah. So Beach Reads After Dark. I agree. Brad's anytime I talk about smut, because I feel like I can't steal your term, but it's such a good oh, one. Maybe I should just all adopt you it for Please. Okay. Thank you so I much. I can't trademark it. I tried. They said no. So it do whatever you want with it. <laughs> Dang it. I know. Anytime I talk about smut, at least 10 people message me and are like, do you know about Beatrice and Bubbly? She calls them brads. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, you think I don't know. I actually found out about you. So my, I have, um, my grandmother was an identical twin and her identical twin sister had five kids and she had five kids and there were a ton of, uh, they each so they each had five kids and they each had a ton of girls. All this to say, I have like fifteen. Oh yeah, I see your weddings you go to female, the cousins. female girl cousins. Yes, it's the best. And so we have a text chain. We have like a group chat. We're all very good friends. There are like hundreds of messages per day. Uh, we call it the cousin blog because my mom once was like, "Oh, ask the cousin blog what they think about it." And we were like, "The cousin blog," and she was like, "Isn't that what y'all call it?" We were like, "Oh, now you it are is. ten years. You are <laughs> ten years behind." But anyway, so now it's called, of course, the cousin blog. And the cousin blog loves beach reads and bubbly. We oh like. I found out about you from them. I don't know. I don't know how long have you like, really been picking, a year but, ago. Like, yeah, yeah, probably a year ago. And we now exclusively read books from your list. So thank you. You provide so much value to so many people. And I'm serious. Like, oh, 
your you. reading is such it's it's like I'm I, I know you feel the same. It's like my Xanax. Mm-hmm. It is how I escape. It is how I feel happy. It is how I feel sad. It is how I feel so many good things that aren't just my own little working mom life. Yes, it is the perfect escape. Yes. Sometimes I'll look at things like I mean, I know I don't want to overtalk this and I know you're very passionate about this, but like Travis and Taylor, I was just watching a clip of them and it like made me excited to read a book. And I'm like, what do people do who don't read? Not like I'm never like, oh, reading's great because it stimulates the brain. You know, like I'm not like that. I'm just like, it's such Mm -hmm. an amazing escape. What else? Such an amazing escape. How else do you like let your, even TV doesn't let me escape the way reading does. Oh, no. No. My, in fact, since I became such a big reader, since I discovered like lighter romance books, I used to read, you know, only like serious books. Since I discovered lighter, happier books, I I don't sit on the couch and watch TV with my husband as much. And so I, I used to only listen, but I recently got a Kindle, a Kindle, what I get, a paperwhite. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've been reading a lot with my eyeballs more. And so now I sit on the couch with him reading, you know, put my put my feet in his lap. Mm-hmm. So we're like touching and present with each other, but he's watching whatever like show. What he wants to watch. I'm, mm-hmm. What he wants to watch. And I am reading. And that's now how we hang out together. And it's a little weird because like, I know maybe we should be like engaging in the same thing, but like it's either that or I'm in the room reading my book and he's, so exactly. that's what we do right And it now. makes it, you run out of things to talk about when you're married and together all the time. So now when you're out to dinner, totally. you have things to talk about. I, I, my hanging with my husband looks exactly like that. Yeah. I mean, okay. So you've, you, we're going to get into what we're so into in a second, but you have created an entire career for yourself out of reading. So can you, you, you've, you worked in corporate America. Mm -hmm. You've left now, right? Yes. I, as of, as of, well, so I, I worked it for a technology company and I lived in, I feel like I've like followed you around the country. I lived in Raleigh, North Carolina, and then San Francisco. So I feel like I've always, Yeah. Um, oh I mean, I'm from Chicago. So close, so I, know, I know. Yeah. Um, but so I, with this company, I would move around and then I moved back to Chicago and in 2020, like pre pandemic, I was sharing what I was reading on my personal Instagram. Yeah. I read one uh-huh. day in December by Josie Silver. And I was like, I just uh. thought it was so good. And I just wanted my friends to read it. And so I shared it on my personal Instagram and oh, I just I kept like that. sharing what I was reading. And my girlfriends would be like, we need somewhere we could reference when we're like at a bookstore. Cause it was, no, I was like on my stories. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. so disappearing. Uh-huh. And from the beginning I paired it with a drink. Cause uh, like I was just being a smart ass. Like I, even like, that very first one. Yeah. A hot toddy. That's what I paired it with. <laughs> I was oh, like, how funny. I just always, very start. I don't know why. And so I made beach reads and bubbly and I wanted it to be like, um, things I bought and like, and that I would be totally anonymous. Cause I was so embarrassed. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of shame at first one, are. like my corporate job that I, I had such a serious job and I just felt like this was my alter ego that, you know, everyone I worked with was like a six year old man. Yes. I'm like, they think I'm reading Sapiens. Like they can't know what I'm really <laughs> reading. <laughs> so I, and then eventually You're I was like, I got to put my, my face, you know, like I wanted to interact with people and, um, It just grew. And then I got pregnant with my son. And when I went on maternity leave, I was like, I'm going to put all my effort into Beatrice and Bubbly. And if I can grow it, um, I'm going to not go back to work. And so now I'm I'm a stay-at-home mom. I don't have like help, you know, a nanny or anything. And so I'm trying to navigate Uh that. And so I'm part stay-at-home mom, part Beatrice and Bubbly right now. 
Yes. Okay, cool. I similarly, when I first started, so I was freelance recipe developer before mm-hmm. I went full-time, whatever this job we have is. I hate Glamorous. The influencer, I'm yeah. Sure. Internet creator. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> Internet girl is very cool. Internet girl. You sound like Xena uh, and the girl of the 21st century. <laughs> internet girl i was a freelance recipe developer i wrote for magazines and newspapers and brands developed recipes and um i similarly when i first like went internet girl i was with mattis you know i hadn't i didn't have any childcare. i was trying Mm -hmm. to figure out like am i making enough money to have right is it sustainable do i have enough i hope that you are taking care of yourself because i got to a point where i uh, was so I had so much work like because it you know this job this internet girl job is what you make it like mm-hmm. you can work as much as you want or you can work as little as you want obviously you work more you can make more money you can build more you know profitability you know parallels like whatever parallels that's not the word um but I really got to a point where I was like sleeping five hours a night and like because there's just so much you can do. That's the, the so options are endless. Be, it is so fun. You feel so endless. lucky and you're like, I want to do this. You feel so lucky. Yeah. Yeah. It's a I really, know. really lucky uh, position to be in. And it I'm is. really glad you're here. I'm so, I was so glad when you left your other job because I was like, how is she going to balance all of this? And this is such a good, we all needed you in this world. Oh my God. Girls. Thank you for saying that. I just feel like Ugh. so lucky I get to read all the time. I mean, that's I know. all I do. So, okay, wait, that was actually yes. going to be my question. How many hours a day do you spend reading? I would say, so I I'm read sure it like every morning before my son has been sleeping in, which has been fabulous because that's Amazing. new to me. So I've been reading in the morning a little. He takes two naps. I read, I probably read like four hours a day. Um, yeah. At night is He's when I do one, most right? my reading. Yeah. And he, yeah. So I read, I mean, I try not to, the thing I'm always balancing is I love to read. And my husband's always like, if this ever stops being fun, like you should not do it. And right. he's like, I don't want you to lose your love of reading because I, there are weeks where I feel sometimes like, you know, I, I want, I feel like everyone's here for a book recommendation. And if I'm not coming out with book recs, why are we here? Totally. <laughs> so totally. I'm always, you know, wanting to make sure that I'm reading at a good clip, but it's still fun. and. I used to put pressure on myself to like, you know, finish a book if I started it. And now I don't. I'm like very quick to ditch yes. a book. Life is too short. I've seen you talk about yeah, that. Yeah. Life like, is too short. Way too short. There's so many good books out there that we can't read in our lifetime. Like yes. why suffer through There's terrible so books? so many books. It like ma- it makes me stressed to think of how many books are out there waiting on us. Like <laughs> so think about your to be read list. Like what people recommend. Yeah. I'm like, Ugh. it's so exciting, but I'm like, I want to read all this. I would say one of my favorite and least favorite DM conversations that I have with my followers is them every time I recommend a book, which you do it all the time. I do it once a week, twice mm-hmm. a week, maybe. The day that I post a book recommendation, 500 recommendations. I'm like, no, 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 no. no. 500 that sound amazing. And they're like, well, you like this. Amazing. Yeah. And you're like, I'm like, where do I And begin? I'm like, okay, there goes my TBR. Just like... I just added 500 books to it. Now I can't even remember like what was my priority. That mm-hmm. book that I've been wanting to read for three, that series I've been wanting to start. <laughs> what? Okay. So wait, speaking stop, of series, stop recommending books to us, but also 
please, please keep it coming. Please continue. <laughs> like that's how I get most of my recommendations. It's because I feel like oh, now same. all the beach read girls know me better than I know myself. Yes. And they're like, you hated yes. these two books, love these three. Like here's the perfect, it's oh my the God. best. Like your, your followers are like AI. They are. Like, they are we AI. They are. We know your brain. <laughs> exactly. Like are we going to talk about mapping. Magnolia Parks or is this not the right place? <gasps> this is the right place. I, you've only read I book one, it. right? Okay, but I'm halfway through Daisy Hates. It is completely okay. It's a hard if you are unfamiliar. Left. <laughs> Magnolia Parks. Okay, actually, Katie, I kind of need you to tell us more. But yes. it's a four ser- four books so far. Mm-hmm. Fifth is coming out, right? Yep, in February. So it goes. I think there's seven Magnolia total. Parks. Seven total. Okay, so it goes Magnolia Parks, and these are women's names. It goes Magnolia Parks, Daisy Hates, Magnolia Parks, Part Two, Daisy Hates mm-hmm, Part Two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, wild. So basically, these are London socialites, mm-hmm. right? Yes, London socialites. They're in their lower twenties, which is one of my least favorite age ranges Same. to read romance stories about. Because I'm like, who the heck do you think you are? You don't know anything. But but then you also meet so them. enjoyable, yeah. right? Because we love them. <laughs> they have no, you know, common sense concerns in the world. No. I mean, they're not they are their the pants because they're postpartum. No. They are the perfect ex- escape. They are. They, they are. have no real problems. They're. I they say they're no like. Problems. It's like oh, Gossip Girl after high school, okay. but they all get. Some of them get their money from less than savory ways. Like we have a right. He's not like a. They're like bad guys, but not really bad guys. Like he's not a drug lord, but like there's they're stealing. Are we on the helms? Yes, my favorite family. Okay, I, don't, I actually don't understand. Oh no, the they, hate what they do. It takes a while. Like there's some of them like the steal the, the hates, hates like steal art. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Which is cool. Like they, it they're is only cool. What's that movie from the from the nineties? Oh, I know Thomas exactly. Crown Affair. Yes, yes, hot. I mean, so the series is batshit crazy and really Bad strangely shit. written like some yes. people hate it and i completely see why you'll figure out within about two chapters if it's for you like yeah yeah, yeah. quit it i want you all to download it yeah, yeah i am addicted katie it's is on addicted. kindle unlimited the first one right you know i don't know i've been listening okay i, I think the, the library do they have british accents they sure do oh i should have listened. which i is my favorite Mine genre too. of audiobook oh like all josie's wait Josie Silverbucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All British, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is One Day in December British? I think. Or is I, it in New York? Uh, one Day in December. It's in New York, but aren't they British? I think because oh, she's you know, I British. Read that one, I read that one with my eyeballs, so you never know. So this did is I. A good case. This is a good case for, for why to read audio to listen mm-hmm. to audiobooks. Okay, so Magnolia Parks, socialite, toxic love with like so toxic. her person she went to boarding school with since childhood. Wouldn't you say it's weird and then, how like mature the book is, good. but there's no sex scenes? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, yeah. This that's actually a very good point because I know some of us, not not us, mm-hmm. but some of you, mm-hmm. I should say, don't love. They a like brat. a closed door a, book, a smutty mix smut smut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called closed door. If you love a romance book but you don't love an explicit mm-hmm. sex scene. That's called a closed door romance book. And you are a great candidate for Magnolia Parks, but also smut lovers. For some for some reason, these are just oh these really are cat capture you. Oh my god. Oh, they get a little catnip. steamier towards the end of the series. And what okay. I love is the author is so cool and she's like an enigma in her own way. And she puts so much like this book series, like 
I think someone owns the movie rights, but they the heart she puts into this and she just makes this whole series super sexy because she, like she's cool the characters are cool she like goes to london to do yeah. events i mean she's very interesting yeah. oh we haven't even talked about the fashion oh fashion is almost to the key. point of obnoxious like but there's an almost instagram account almost. so in the, yes. in the book so magnolia parks it. and daisy hates are in the same universe and you have to read them in order but when Magnolia Parks is narrating, she narrates what she wears and everyone else wears down to like everyone, the designer of the shoes, socks, shirt, everything of yeah. everyone. Socks. And they're literal. And there's an Instagram account where this amazing woman actually takes like she will put the outfits together so you can visualize what everyone's wearing. She does like the blogger layout yes. of the outfit. So like BJ, BJ walks in wearing a <laughs> I don't even know enough. Fancy. I don't know. Yes. The brands uh, are ones Miglio, I've never. Yes. Bigliana, exactly. V-neck. And by the way, it's it's very important if you read these books to follow this Instagram account and just give it a little flipsy because you can't imagine how crazy BJ right. was dressing until you – like they're like printed. But I mean, like it's it's very kind of like White Lotus Yes, vibes. yes, yes, yes. Like like – Oh. And I anyway, love Magnolia. Oh and then when Daisy narrates, should we start a, a podcast just about Magnolia? Seriously, it could be. I could write I'm a thesis interested. on it. I, I, yeah, it's fantastic. It's so good. But it is funny when I talked about it on Instagram, people are either like, oh, "Welcome to the best thing," or they're like, "Oh, I hated those books," or they're kind of like me and they're like prepared for the most toxic love hate relationship yes, of your yes. life and that like i'm like why am i so obsessed with these but i, I know cannot stop it's impossible like it's christmas it, it, right now when when this episode comes out it'll be four days from now it'll be december 20th it is the christmas season i should be crushing christmas books i should be crushing christmas movies and i can't stop reading about these little 22 year old ding-dongs in london it's <laughs> because they have all the money in the world no problems so and they're just money. doing glamorous things it's glamorous just so much things. fun but you will resent they're in like como right now yeah daisy, oh, oh, daisy, daisy so is hot. so cool it's so cool. daisy is so cool yeah. daisy's cooler than magnolia oh, okay anyway magnolia please read the so books and yeah and report back to us yeah. what you think magnolia's a little spooky okay yeah. katie uh 20 minutes in yes. let's get into it uh okay. tell me about what you are so into right now please there's no way you could predict this what i'm gonna say oh God, i'm so excited I recently acquired a bread saw, not a serrated <laughs> knife. Okay. It is, oh. it's like a, it's, I was actually going to bring it here, but that would, I know. Yeah, I'm so like it, it helps. It's a saw that's perfectly for if you're right handed, you can cut perfect pieces of bread. I, I'm in my um, sourdough era. I'm not making it, but I'm buying I fresh was loaves. Say, no, I'm like five years late you, you just to that part. Threw off everything I no. thought I knew about no. you. I can't like boil an egg. So, no, I absolutely not. Am I my favorite sourdough? is when you do walkthroughs of my recipes and you're like, ah, screw that up. Ah, oh. screw that up. I'm like, I made one of your PR dishes and so Ryan was like, this is the worst thing I've ever had. And it's because of me. Like, I am like, I can't even tell you who made. So, so I, I have to take my cooking escapades off cool. Instagram, but I don't know. It's pretty entertaining. Uh, the tiny tomato pasta I pulled off. That's my favorite. Hey. So if I can do that. Okay, so this bread saw. Okay. Bread saw. Is it like, it looks like a tiny saw, right? Yes. And like it, it makes has it just, a handle kind yes. of on top and then a straight saw across. Okay. Do you follow Ballerina Farm? Well, I once shared this on my Instagram, and that's how I learned who this fabulous woman with a million uh -huh. kids is. She makes uh -huh. bread saws, does she? Or sells she, them? She 
I believe so. They, oh God, we could go down that, down the ballerina farms. I love her. She is like a Juilliard ballerina. I, I assume they're, well, I think they're Mormon. They're in Utah with a lot mm-hmm. of children. Um, like I think number eight is on the way oh, yeah. and they have this huge farm. They're hog farmers. I think they have cows now too. They sell sourdough. They sell, they, they sell a tremendous about amount of like meat, but now also like sourdough cookies, mm. bread saws. But she is, all, she makes her own sourdough with all these children, like pulling on her legs. It's God she's bless pregnant. Her. It's like this. It's like this little house on the prairie. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that is escapism. She films these. She posts these like three minute long videos, and in them, she's always sawing bread. Okay, so that, well, I went straight I'm late to, to the party. Straight to that. I mean, that's where. No, no, no. You're not. You're you and her are the only people I've ever heard <laughs> of with them. I found it at like a craft fair. Um, or oh, I, cool. I didn't find it. It was a gift for me from one. But it's nice because I like yes. really big hunks of bread, and so you can yeah. pick, make your own adventure. So there's a lady near me who makes she sounds like a wannabe ballerina farm she does cookies and breads and so that's how i make them and i use it every day and i love it and i feel very like okay i'm a homemaker when i use it you are a homemaker that is a really good one to be into okay my like thing because we're doing we're doing a product and then like also a yes i don't know oh i'm bigger life thing today my product that i'm really into i did wear for you Mm. it is this t-shirt and i feel like one of the hottest topics with my like girlfriends were always like if we hang out for more than, you know, several hours and like we've gone past, you know, then the actually important catch ups, we end up talking about what's your favorite current T-shirt. OK, so this T-shirt was like the hottest topic at my last hangout with my San Francisco friends. It is the perfect white tea. Oh, Harvey this tea. Of okay. course you have because they Instagram, what's it called? Target yes. at us mm-hmm. like crazy, mm-hmm. which makes me feel like, why are you, why are you working right. so hard? Right. Me too. <laughs> me too. Are you okay? Like, something's like, up. Yeah. And also the name, is it one, on, on Wait, one hand, one shirt. perfect. So, so on one hand, the name is fabulous because you're like, oh, it's a perfect white tee. Mm-hmm. Like, that's exactly what I want. But also I'm like, it's a little try hard. Mm-hmm. Like, are you? Are you the I mean, I thought tea? they only and made one white t-shirt. So, so did I. And so I just never, I was like, that is such a bizarre business. Yeah. So they make several teas. This is the Harvey. It is the perfect crop. So it, like, it is right no belly at show. the top. No I like crop. the weight exactly. of this, whatever this is called. Like, yeah, that's really nice. And it's like really thin, but not too thin. Mm-hmm. And I have it now in many colors. I gave it as a favorite thing at a favorite things <gasps> party. I've given it as Christmas presents to all my friends. I'm, I'm going to order one. I need I'm a white in. tea. You need a white tea. I think. Get the, and the they also place. have a great off white. So the perfect tea, Harvey. So they have several okay. styles. I'm writing it Apparently down. the other styles are not as good. So the Harvey mm. okay. is the one. Um, okay. Tell me about what else you're into. I made okay. you work hard this week. This You're my might first guest be... who's had been. Who oh, really? Well, I had uh-huh. all these uh-huh. crazy ideas, but okay. <laughs> I kind of feel like I sound like a broken record. Here's what I'm into. A ro- the romance resurgence. I feel like every three days there is a think piece on romance and why it's amazing. I will credit like Travis and Taylor a little bit because I feel like there's a lot of articles on them. And then it kind of talks about the bigger picture, like why we like romance stories and I am just loving this. Like Emily Henry wrote a piece for Time Magazine, I think, or like Audible Ooh. did an ad with all these 
romance authors who are explaining why romance is so great. And there's so I many. All of these. Oh, I have to share some with you because yeah, some please. of them I haven't even thought of. Like, I'll link them in the show. Yeah. You are going into this agreement when you read a romance that the ending is going to be a happy ending. But one of the authors mentioned that like you're able to have, you're able to discuss difficult things. You're able to have conversations that maybe you couldn't in other books. And so I just like that romance is very mainstream. And I feel like longtime romance readers have probably always, you know, felt confident and like loved reading that. But I think it's so fun that now it's like part of the public discussion and I'm happy yes. about it. And so I love oh, that. Yeah. Because it makes us feel so good. I, I feel like reading romance books used to be like your wacky spinster mm-hmm. Aunt Sally, mm-hmm. like over in the corner with like her Fabio yes. on the shirtless. Cover. And yeah. Was- Yes, shirtless, blowing in the wind, long hair. And it was like silly and we made fun yes. of her. And, and you're like, how like, lonely is sad. she? Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, how lonely is she? Exactly. She's having to read romance books. Yes. She's not really in her life. Exactly. Like, no, that is not what it is. I am obsessed with my husband. You mm-hmm. are obsessed with your yes. husband. We have fabulous, rich, romantic relationships with our husbands. And yet the daily grind of being a mom, being a working mm-hmm. mom, is not super romantic. So getting to read these stories and just be transported to another place. Like I genuinely, I'm, I'm like you, I'm a broken record. My, my people have heard me say this a million times. I'm genuinely a happier, better person for being a romance reader. The second part of your life starts when you realize you can read whatever the hell you want and like just for pure enjoyment. And I think romance enriches your existing relationships. Like beyond maybe you'll resent him because he's not like Julian hates and he's not, you know, stealing art for you. Beyond that, right. like that's tough. Romance fuels like my relationship. I mean, it, in so many Couldn't different ways. More. So I think it's in like so super healthy. Ways. Little baby Reese. Yeah, would agree. <laughs> exactly. Rise. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. No. I. I. That's such a good one. I love that. Um, okay. What are you loving? I also just. I love Emily Henry so much. Like anything oh, she writes, I'm like. I could read if she wrote the phone book. I would read it front to back. I mean that uh, she has a way with words. She has such a way with words. She makes me reading Emily Henry books. Who is a romance author? If you are not familiar, um, I always say she's a really great place to start if you're like looking to get into the romance world because her books are so beautifully written mm-hmm. and there's so much. They're about so much more than just the romance. They're about like working on yourself, discovering who you mm-hmm. want to be, the friendships in happy place. Ah, mm. like I know, me. I I'm know, because like, and- it's about friendships evolving and how they change. And you're like, my friendships are evolving and my friendships are changing. <sighs> I know she can make you feel so many emotions, and then still. Like, I will be in the middle of her books and be like, are we getting happy ending? And she will always deliver on that. But it's oh. a very realistic story that she writes. Yeah. And it's not, a realistic happy ending. Not smutty. Like, she, not, I don't not think smutty. so. And I sometimes think that's hard to write a romance that I'm super, like, I feel the tension if it's not, yes. you know, sexual in some nature. Yeah. And so I think yeah. authors who can do that are super impressive. She's great super impressive. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm feeling particularly delusional, I think that I could be a romance oh, author. Yeah, same. This is do you go down this? Yeah. Do you go down this path? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I asked one of my other friends who loves romance books. I was like, so do you like 
have like a list running of all the romance books that you would write. Like I have this list. It's an Get iPhone out. note. You should Do write you- a book. No, I'm not that far. I always shut myself down. I'm like, I could never. There. I have this list and then I, I'll wake up at 3 a.m. with like a plot point for it. I have this one book. <laughs> I, you I mean, don't you spill the on, secrets of it because you're gonna write. I know it I can't. Day. I can't spill the secrets. I'll I'll ruin the you know I'll ruin the tension for everyone. Mm-hmm. And when I when I finally publish this book in 30 years, but yeah. Anyway, that's like one of my most delusional. Like I can do anything things, and then I like start. But I've started. I've literally started trying to write it, and I picture myself as Emily Henry, and I can't think of a. Every line is so funny. It's either funny yes. or biting or poignant. Mm-hmm. Every line has a purpose. Her, the no dialogue filler. is so funny. I know. There's no filler. No. She Ugh. writes the people we like you want to be. I wish she was in my head to write lines for me. Like she's the coolest totally. and the best. Totally. Like sometimes when I'm in a conversation with like tons of my girlfriends, I'm like, what would an Emily Henry character <laughs> say right now? To be like oh, what the a lovable, funniest, cool, coolest girl. charming, exactly, <laughs> exactly, charming, never. yes, slightly unhinged gal. She's the best. So, Every yeah. character is just a little unhinged mm-hmm. for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As is okay, everyone so, in life. So yeah, as is everyone in life, mm-hmm. and that's why we love them so much. Okay, so my thing that I'm into right now, my other thing that I'm into right now, uh, we're going to talk about Taylor and Travis for the third time on this podcast because my thing that I am into right now, and I'm so curious if this is happening to you too, is sports, (laughs) sports, sports, period. Watching sports, Uh sports, period. Let me (laughs) explain. Okay. So my Instagram, my like for you page on Instagram, Mm -hmm. which is not actually what it's called. That's what it's called on TikTok, but whatever. Mm -hmm. My discover page on Instagram is almost entirely sports clips now. And let me explain how that got there. I think you know. So first, how it starts is you're watching incessantly, you're watching videos of Travis and Taylor. You're watching them in her concert. (laughs) You're watching him, them, the kiss (laughs) that kissed across the world. You're from every single angle for five days straight. Mm -hmm. So that really takes your algorithm on Mm -hmm, a journey mm -hmm. down Travis and Taylor Lane. Yes. Once you've got Travis in there, you've got the Chiefs in there. So then you start getting the Chiefs clips. So it's like Chiefs. And then it's not just Travis. Like you're also getting like a Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. clip. You're also maybe getting a Jason. A, maybe a J. Oh, t- tons <laughs> of Jason. And then you start listening to I a know. football podcast. Me too, girl. With Jason Me and Travis too. Kelsey. And so then you're getting the football clips. And so then you start getting served NFL in general clips, not just the chiefs NFL in general. And you're actually watching them. Cause you're like, this is interesting. These people are, have depth. Who knew they date people. Right. They like, I've always, George has been like watching the football and I'm like, can boring. you turn on something else? Right. Like right. this is so boring. And now my brain is seeing the person, right? The who's he going romance. home to? Who's watching the game? Who's he going home mm-hmm. to? Who's he going out to dinner with mm-hmm. afterwards? Who, who who's his best friend on the team? Right. What's his relationship like with the coach? Does he like the manager? Do they call each other? Totally. After? Who tells him he did a good job? Does his mom compliment him on his game? Does he have a mom? I'm fully. This is sports. The NFL has apparently we've all found this out through like how obsessed they are with Taylor. Mm-hmm. The NFL has apparently been trying to find ways to cater to women mm-hmm. for like 10 years because they're losing viewers eyes mm-hmm. they're, they're they're losing watchers they need they need us mm-hmm. they need the women duh 
And like this Taylor thing has been like revolutionary for them. And it's because we're seeing the men behind the helmet. Right. And it is fun. Yes. Okay? It is. So, they fun. were so two-dimensional. And now like so when I see Travis and Taylor go out after his game, I'm like, wow, I didn't know they had a life after their game. Like who would have thought? Truly never thought. What do they do after a Mm-mm. game? Do they go? Never thought about. They're it. just throwing the ball around a little more. Like I don't know. I just thought, thank God this is exactly. over, and my husband will talk exactly. to me again. That's what I thought. Wait, I have to tell you a video I got <laughs> served. I'm on this same path you are on my for you page. Tell me this isn't a Brad, I, oh, guys. I don't know me. the details of the teams. If you want more info, you can Google it. <laughs> but <laughs> just um, Google what we're saying. This I'll try I think to find it, was it and a, link it. Okay, I believe it, it was an NFL team, and it was like a special teams coach. So not the head coach, but like one of the other coaches. He's out with his guys celebrating, and they're at a club. I know exactly. Yes. what you're about to say. <laughs> and the guys are dancing with chicks, and the coach sees this one woman and this guy on his team dancing and he goes up to the guy and he's like you will not dance with her anymore like basically he says she's mine and she's mine. they hit it off they're married to this they're married right now they're married i just am like see we okay. we would have never known that incredible plot plot line incredible like, someone better be writing me, that romance give me that book is mm-hmm. the player still playing for the coach right. what was that relationship like did the player immediately right. did they kiss see, on the dance you're floor? right Right. Who did the players that? see like, whoa, they're meant for each right. other? Was he <gasps> doing he, it like, to get the coach him yeah. in the space? Yeah. A lot of complications here. Oh, we could. Make I want this a great to book. read that. Maybe this book. is the book you write. Maybe we are Maybe like Christina Lauren and we jointly. <gasps> Katie. We Caro. are Christina. Carol. Carolyn. Katie. We, oh there's a name. In I there. wish yeah. one of us. I wish one of us was a lasty lasty. Yeah. A last name first. We can do pen names. We should for the sake of there everything. For the sake of everyone. Yeah. Because we'll get filthy. We should just take book. sports. Sports. <laughs> Carolyn Kelsey. That's what the name should be. That's it. That's Flies the name. off the shelf. I mean, yeah, I feel like the NFL, like you big ding-dongs, just all you had to do was tell us that these people go out to dinner afterwards right. and where they go. And they have feelings and we would have been yeah, interested. They have feelings. Show us the family for like, a minute. That's all we need. Tell us about the family. Oh, they have three daughters right. who they go home to and the daughters like make fun of them if they lose. Yes. Tell us, right? Yes. We don't care. Give me that Exactly. Content. I couldn't agree more. NFL, you're welcome. If you would like a strategy call, we are We're available. Here for a price. We're available um, yes. under our pin name. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, Katie, what are you out on right now? Um, I want to preface this by saying I have interests outside of books, <laughs> just so you guys yeah, know. Yeah. Okay, but this is sure, book related. Sure. I am out on kids <laughs> in romance novels. Get rid of them, <gasps> especially Brad's. It, the nanny trope creeps me out Get because out. to your point, these books are escapes, and as soon as you put a kid in them, I just thinking of my kid, and I'm like, wait, the nanny and the dad? Well, who's watching the kid? I'm always weirded out. I've just read a book with a single mom, and the guy fell in love with her instantly, and he's like, I want to be these kids' dads. And I'm like, you're so freaking weird. It's been two weeks. like, So no kids in romances. Out. God, it couldn't agree more. On the same vein, when the happy ending is a pregnancy- oh. I'm like that. No, we want like. How about you bought her? Um, I don't know. You took her on a, your private jet to Paris, and you I don't took know. Her on your, uh, we've been knocked up. It's not the best. You, you, she's a chef, and 
and you bought her that restaurant. Exactly. She exactly. Used to go to with her dad who died of brain cancer exactly. when she was three. Exactly. That is a happy ending. Like you bought the house, Hot. her dream house. And you bought her dream house. You bought her a decorator. I don't, just something not and, pregnancy. Yeah. And it has a wine room because her sister who got hit by a car mm-hmm. when they were both in the car together loved wine. So it, exactly. I don't need the you know, two pink lines at the simple. end of my book. Exactly. I don't want two pink lines. Like, give me a break. I am reading this book because of so many pink lines. I need to exactly. escape my pink exactly. lines. Before my the pink, pink lines, lines are the other. I was out in the world. Now I need to forget the pink lines. And <laughs> no, just... I need to forget the exactly. pink lines. Yeah, no, I can't. Or when it, oh, uh, yeah. The whole, preg- I don't want anybody oh, to be Oh, the pregnancy trope. One book does it well, I will say. Elizabeth O'Rourke's. Ooh, gimme. Um, it's like her devil series is excellent. And the last one, the woman is pregnant, but I liked it, but I'm like, I don't need to read someone pregnant for a whole book. Which characters were those? I loved those books. You made me read them. It was the last. I was in like a, I think I was really anxious and I texted you and I was like, I need a really good series that is really dumb, yes, but not too Yes, dumb. you did. Like, that is like, the best. That is, she writes a great Brad. I think it was the last, the last in the series. It's called like the secret baby trope. <gasps> I don't um, know what the book's yes, called. The Secret Baby Trip. She like tried to tell him and or that's a different No, book. that I read that book. That's Chestnut Springs. <laughs> yeah. That is crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. I mean That was crazy. That was crazy. Okay, yeah, because miscommunic okay, the secret oh. baby trope or okay, pregnancy trope, bleh, baby trope, bleh. But miscommunication. Uh, mis- nothing is worse. Absolutely nothing. Is fucking pick up the phone and call him and ask him if that's what he meant to say. What person wouldn't? I don't know very many pick people who would just let something go unsaid <sighs> and just make the worst. Of, the assumption's always the absolute worst. Like, I haven't heard Oh, this person who I'm days. madly, exactly. deeply in love with. <gasps> who told me they love it, me. Like Who told me we, they love me 45 minutes ago. Exactly. Oh, but I saw him with this now. girl, so of course. But I saw him with a girl cheating on in me. a coffee shop. It's his sister. What the f- exactly. You moron. Exactly. It's his sister. I, Hate yeah, that. And then you just have to suffer okay, the through worst, it with them. Yes. The worst, and I loved this book, and I know you did too. The worst miscommunication trope ever was Nora Health. Oh, Nora goes off script. I I know. I I love and that I book. Love, I and I book recommend five stars. that book. I know. I five stars. And that book does kids well in a romance. Oh, you're right. Because they're older. And they're not really meddling. Except kind of. Yeah. But that was really bad. That was a very bad use of miscommunication. And like crazy. They're grown adults. They handled their whole relationship very maturely. And then at the end, they're like jumping to crazy conclusions. Pick up the damn Pick phone. Pick up the phone. I Like what? I know. Strange. I know. Bizarre. How bizarre. Okay. I am out on docu-series. Oh, yeah. Thank God. Someone says it. Give it to me in two hours. What happened to good old documentaries? I do We're not watching have like four time. movies at this point. I don't have time for four movies. I want to be told about Beckham and right. Posh in two hours. <laughs> two hours. I was watching the, I, we started it. I was with my girlfriends this past weekend um, and we started Beckham. I had already like started watching it and quit because it was docuseries. And the episode one ended and at the exact because we didn't know that it was a docuseries we thought it was a documentary mm-hmm. I, I had kind of forgotten and episode one ends and all three of us at the exact time same time go oh it's a docuseries <laughs> like literally the same words at the same time 
over it. Over it. And it they're boon they make you think it's like little bite-sized pieces, but the commitment, the backups oh. is what made me think that exact same thing. I'm like, do I yes. need four it's four hours, right? Do I need that's this? like longer like, than the Titanic? I'm like, yeah. why? Yeah. Which is the only movie that's allowed to, to be, be that long. long. <laughs> Correct. Two VHSs. Correct. Fine. I mean, David Beckham, I could look at his face all day long, but on my own time. I don't need to do okay, it. Okay, serious question. Do you like his old face or his, like his first started playing soccer face or his new face, including tattoos? Mm. Current Beckham or 20 year old Beckham? I go? would d- marry current Beckham. Thank you. Yeah, way. My best friends were like, what is wrong? No, I mean, with yeah, you? he was cute. He was attractive. He was a baby. Yeah. Baby. Exactly. Now he's a man exactly. covered in neck tattoo. I'm like, wait, that, do I have a neck tattoo? Oh, king? I do. <laughs> I do. And Who I have some do? books for you too. Yeah. That oh, is a whole thing. Yeah. Thank you so much. I mean, I just know. to know that some like David Beckham oh. getting his neck tattooed, oh. there's nothing hotter. That is a I'm moment getting, where you look I'm to your husband. Sweaty. And I did ask Ryan, yes, your husband has yes. tattoos, right? He just got his first, mm. but I haven't even talked about it. You're just oh. assuming because he was in the Navy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, I thought he had like a thigh tattoo. I don't Maybe I'm just thinking no, about hot. him. He's about to. <laughs> <laughs> I once asked my husband, who's like not. A person you would think has tattoos and i'm like you should really consider just like throw one on no one will see it yeah or like, or like what if it just came up out of your button down <laughs> we could cover it up with makeup for important calls okay no, like cover it up for makeup yeah, it's fine it's not, deal. it's not a big deal just a little tiny I, neck tattoo i know make a girl's dreams come true just like make this ma- really solidify this marriage like put my yeah. name in another language want to make it serious exactly this <laughs> ring what does this even mean give me the tattoo <laughs> nothing it's nothing without the neck that okay what is your irl lol of the week you're in real life lol i love just hearing about what made people laugh really freaking hard this week so this is more something that made other people laugh but eventually i came mm. to laugh okay this actually happened i have to be honest like three, love three weeks ago but it was traumatic enough yeah, yeah. that it's still top of mind okay there's a local not local there's a bakery in downtown chicago i moved to the suburbs I always yeah. miss the bakery. And whenever I go to Chicago, I go pick up a few treats. It's called Sweet Mandy B's if you're local. It's, tell them Katie sent you. So I, the favorite thing they have is peanut butter Rice Krispie treats with chocolate icing on top. I get oh. some, bring them home. Let's go. And they're, they're humongous. So like I eat it over the course of a day, like maybe over the course of two days. So I'm enjoying one. I leave it out. I go to bed. And the next day I'm like so pissed at my husband because he started having some as well. And I'm just like, dude, like he's not a dessert connoisseur like I am. I'm like, go eat a Reese's like this. I trekked to the city for this. Yes. And so I'm just pissed, but I'm still working on it. And then I go on the next, I start the next um, Rice Krispie treat. And like later in the day, I'm like looking at the Rice Krispie treat. And it's almost as if someone ate all the chocolate icing off. And I'm like, Ryan, what it? bizarre way to eat this and he's like i don't eat that and that's how i learned i had a mouse in my house who i was lady in the tramp splitting a rice krispie treat with literally i mean lady in the tramp it was taking a bite i was taking a bite no clue because i'm so dumb so it has been handled no 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 no, no, there have been professionals who have come we learned they're coming up through the I don't, you guys don't have to know the dirty deets, but we were going split seas. Split seas. I mean, oh. if you I knew, hate, it wasn't. I hate this and I love it. It was this. disgusting. I mean, 
everyone on my life thought this was so freaking funny. But Brian, when did your teeth get so tiny? Exactly. I'm like, when did you start like nibbling it, you freak? Yes. I get a freaking neck tattoo. Exactly. And, and stay stop away from my dessert. Such tiny bites. So I'm now half rat mouse. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, that was but funny, I guess. The farther I really? get from it, the funnier it is. Really freaking funny. Yeah. Okay, so similarly do you know what type two fun is no have you heard that expression ever i think that yours I think probably on the west coast said. it's going to come to the midwest in like 10 years <laughs> I feel, yeah it's just like a cool thing you'll hear about yeah, it in 10 exactly it is very similar it, it's type two fun is exactly what you just described actually that is a objectively hysterical story mm -hmm. that you can now laugh about everyone you will tell that story forever because mm -hmm. it's freaking hilarious. But at the time, nothing about it was no. funny, right? Mm -mm -mm -mm. That's type two fun. Okay. In the moment, it was not fun. Mm -mm. But like looking back, it's really fun and funny and hilarious. That's type two fun. And that is actually what my IRL oh, LOL on me. is also. So as I mentioned, I was just down in San Diego. My friend, my two best friends from boarding school we met up there. My friend Nellie just moved down there with her family and Lily flew in from New York. We, Nellie has two kids, one of which is 10 months old. Lily has a 10 month old. I have a 14, Cute. 15 month old. So we, Lily and I brought the babies. I brought just cash, the baby. And so we were like, oh, we'll have this like girls and babies week. Like, it'll be great. We'll go to the, you know, go out to coffee, go to the beach. I, I'm a mom of three. Why did I think right. this was a good idea? Right. Nothing goes well when you have four children in one house together. Like within 12 hours, Nellie's 10 month old is vomiting. She gets no. like this monster, you know, diaper rash yes. that like involves a trip to the ER, like oh. serious business. Wick, uh, Lily's baby, then like gets like name. hideously sick. So cute. It's her last name. Ugh. Wiki baby. So, so precious, Joe. So he's monstrously sick. Cash gets it the next day. No. Like it was, oh it was my like, God. you know, McSweeney's just like yes. series. Yes. A catastrophe after catastrophe. We like go, we drive finally one day. We like, we're like, we're getting a really good lunch today. Like we deserve this. We drive to this. I used to live in San Diego in Southern San Diego. Mm -hmm. Nellie lives in Northern San Diego. So we go to this restaurant. that's like halfway in the middle that George and I used to love. It's called George's at the Cove. For anyone who's in San Diego, it's fabulous. It's like very old school California. Like the font is really like 90s. Like it feels like sex in the yes, city. Like, yes. It's like white and like stark. And but the food's really good. We get there. We like, it's like on top of this roof deck. We lug the dunas oh up to the, to doom, like to those doom, big fat 10 month old like, babies. Yeah. Uh, just like we're like, uh, 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 yeah. we're like sweating our asses off. We get up there. It's closed for construction. No. And we're like, I'm like, okay, it's okay. I've got another place I love. We get there. All we want is a margarita. There's no margaritas. No. We're like, okay, or there's no tequila. We like get to the next, you know, it's no just like tequila. one of those. No tequila. No tequila. So we go to the next place and it was like a very shitty Mexican place that we drove 30 minutes to get to. Mm. We were going to take this like beautiful beach walk. And by the time lunch was over, all the babies are losing their minds because they're all so tired. Oh. We then get stuck in 50 minutes of traffic. On the way home, we are stuck in this like hideous traffic. And we like, I don't even know what we started laughing about, but we all start like laughing so hard that yes. we're like literally peeing our pants. And that is type two fun. Yes. Like, 
<laughs> Nothing about the day Mm-mm. was fun, but it was fun because it was so bad. <laughs> so terrible. And will be a memory you like cherish forever just because yes. of how absurdly bad it was. How absurdly bad it was. Like we were like, how is this? How could everything happening? go wrong? Like, we're in 75 degree, beautiful San Diego with our best friends. And this is like the shittiest Oh my day God. That is, t- is that when you had the bad croissants too? Yes. We also had bad croissant after bad croissant. It was like, and Encinitas, get your shit together on the croissants. Exactly. If anyone should know how to master them in the U.S., it should be them. I yeah, think. I know. It's just not that hard. Okay. The final question oh, yeah. that I ask only you, and I'm very <gasps> excited for your response on this because as discussed, we've all seen you cook and it is really a horror show. It is what a shit show. Cook it is when you don't feel like a cooking. shit show. Um, I was about to just say reservations or carry out, but when I really cook, I Thank make you. breakfast for, for dinner. Deeper. Oh, that's my favorite. That's the one thing I learned. Guys, I know this won't impress anyone, but I can make an omelet. And that is what I make. Oh, that, that is impressive. Uh, it took a long time to get there, but okay. that is what I make. And I, I'm a big fan of breakfast. Like I eat a three course breakfast most days, like just like a most s- days. I'm a big breakfast girl. Like I normally eat like that four pieces fabulous. of toast, like fried eggs, bacon. Uh, that's. The one I think because I make it so much, that's what I'm comfortable with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's what I make. And the funny thing is, my husband like doesn't like breakfast food, so he always wants pancakes if I'm making breakfast for dinner, which is a little above my pay grade. But I'll I try. Was say, I mean, complicated. It is. I, I make like a three ingredient pancake for my son. And I try to pass that off to Ryan as like here. It's uh-huh, like banana uh-huh. and like an egg. <laughs> like this is delicious. So good, banana egg and little almond. Exactly. exactly. Don't you love it, honey? Exactly. Just load Don't it with the, it. the amount of syrup he puts on. Like he could be eating. I mean, if uh, he if he would just get a neck tattoo, you would I learn would. to make oh him a proper God. pancake. I would make. I would sous vide things. I don't. I'm just thinking of oh fancy cooking terms. Sous vide is kind of gross, right? Like that's where you batch put that thing. cock and yeah, sous vide oh, all over the no, place. No, sous vide isn't gross, but I can see how you because it looks think it is. It's like it, the the meat the, looks like still raw, but then you have to give it a nice sear. Okay, mm. I have a pancake trick, and you might already mm. know this. I probably don't. when you're cooking pancakes, especially if oh, you're making like the first a box one? mix. <laughs> well, no. Okay, this is how not to throw out the first one. Turn your skillet, your big, your largest nonstick skillet, turn it on to medium heat. Mm-hmm. The second you start okay. even conceptualizing your pancakes. So turn your skillet on to medium heat. Before then, anything's been mixed. Before anything's been mixed. Okay. This is how not to throw away your first pancake. And then you, th- I'm assuming we're, you know. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're assuming correctly. Your, like, you're assuming- if you're not making your banana <laughs> pancake, you're going to make it from a box. So throw your mix in, add your egg, add your water, your milk, whatever. Mix it up. So this is maybe, you know, it's taken us four minutes, Mm -hmm. perhaps five minutes to get here. At this point, your skillet is the perfect heat to not botch your first pancake. Okay. This is life-changing. And never raise your skillet. This goes for grilled cheese. This goes for pancakes. Never Never raise the heat above medium. We're not cooking on medium high. We are cooking on medium because medium will get the perfect toasty oasty without yes. burning the outside and cook it all the way through i cook both grilled the cheese. things you mentioned at medium high grilled cheese i make yes. i make a grilled cheese pretty much every night and yeah do you does the outside get burnt before your cheese gets melted often yeah i put a lid on to try to get the melt. oh yeah yeah i like that but it does i like get that 
Yeah, yeah. I like that, but then maybe your bed gets a tiny bit soggy sometimes. Oh, always. So the way, always. yeah. Okay. So the way not to do that is just medium, low, and slow. You'll get like the perfect golden brown mm. pancakes, bread, medium. Oh medium, my god, medium, my stomach's medium. grumbling. Yeah, I know pancakes for dinner, baby. Yes, I mean I have no food here, so that's what's going to have to happen. And they're going to be—he's going to be impressed. I've been out of. I've been out of town, as I said, and my fridge is so bare right now. It's like I don't. Be- I believe at any point you could wow. whip something up like from nothing. I like think You're of you when I'm. Yeah, yeah, I knew it. I require. <laughs> You're a- not wrong. I probably go to the grocery store every single day if I'm oh, cooking. I hate that. I, I got to work on that. I, got I think that that's a lot of my readers of what to cook when you don't feel like cooking. I think a lot of people are that way because they think of cooking as such a big lift. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm like, you'll probably only have to buy two ingredients, like just the potatoes and the chicken. You'll have with all the spices and the butter and the rice, whatever, already. And they're like, no, I don't. I right. have to buy five spices for this. So that's that's actually why I started what to cook when you don't feel like cooking. It's supposed to be like super like low on the ingredient list so that it, Oh, for someone like and you, the way you, you write, it's just a few things. The way you write the ingredients and the measuring is the <sighs> best. I love it. I try. It's so try. good. All I want, you are my target audience. All I want is for you to cook my recipes and feel like they're easy. I'm I need get to get there eventually. I I need. Well, I said the tiny tomato pasta. I made that yeah, like four times to the it. point where my sister was like, "Okay, we've had this a lot in the last Enough. like yeah." <laughs> and but I could do that like. Yeah. I, just so everyone knows, okay. I'm a paying customer. I read it every week. Yeah. And I'm always like, what I will I make? When will I make one you're of these? Very... And you're like, mm, pancakes. <laughs> mm, you know. know what I do throw on pancakes. the, if I don't feel like, like, I love making fajitas. Oh, that's a good one. In a skillet? In a, yeah, cast iron skillet. Mm-hmm. And I just like things that you could put cheese on and like tortillas yeah. don't intimidate me. And I feel like yeah. you can't really screw up a fajita. But I again, I'm, I'm making it once a week. Good, I got to stop. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have a very good sheet pan fajita. Oh, I've seen it. In, in the archives. And okay, that, I'll, you I'll get it. Chop everything up, throw it on a sheet pan, and then you don't That's have to my... like, stand over the stove. And like asphyxiate my son. Okay. It gets so smoky. Right? Yeah. Oh, the smoke. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was another thing. That was another type two fun from the week. I. One night we were like supposed to go out, but all the kids are sick. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to make us a really delicious dinner. We deserve this. And I, we finally get all the kids to sleep and I'm no. cooking steak on a cast iron classic smoke alarm goes off. It wakes up three out of the four babies. Oh my God. Like moments after they've gone to bed. We were like, we were like, no, I would have started crying. Actually, no, this isn't actually happening. Right? Like we don't, we're not in a sitcom. Like this seems <laughs> a little too on the nose. There were multiple times where we were like, is this a Seinfeld episode? Seriously. things can't be going this wrong what is wrong with us um katie you are the best oh my god this is the most fun ever i miss you already let's do it again tomorrow i ditto if you ever need me i I promise next time because there will be a next time i won't talk about books the whole time i don't want you guys thinking like i'm just a two-dimensional we talked about books a lot i hope that the book lovers out there are here and i hope that the non-book lovers maybe we can we can go to the dark side that's gonna be my closing question if somebody like you know, there's so many of my friends, so many people who have had a book on their bedside table for a year because it's sapiens and it's, you know, they don't actually want to read it. Mm -hmm. If you are trying to help somebody get back into reading or just into reading for the first time, what's the number one book you would tell them to read? I know. I'm really sorry. I just sprung that on you. That was really mean. You take a little time. I won't. I'm going to think too. I'm just going to say what's on the top of my head. And 
definitely Emily Henry, what you mentioned, that is a, that's yeah. where everyone should start. But yeah. if you want a book that I feel like people don't talk about that much, Lion's Den, have you read that? No. It's not romance. It's, I think it's good for people who aren't big readers because I suggest it to people who like watch Bravo or Below Deck. It's kind of a thriller. Ooh. It's part thriller, part romance. And it's basically takes place on a like luxury yacht. I can't remember. I read it so long ago, but I loved it. And it sounds amazing. It's fun. Oh, uh, so I raved about it for so long. And my cousin was just like, is it that good, Katie? You know, so I've been recently second guessing myself, but I think it's a great way because it's a book that will not stress you out or be difficult to get into. Right. And you right. will escape. And really quickly, you'll be like, I think it tells you if you want to read more thrillers or more romances based on the book. So because it's both. One. It is both. I, I, so yes. you can kind of not heavy yeah. romance, yeah, but like more and not creepy murder, rapey thriller. It's like okay. light on both aspects. Okay, great. Um, wait, I just had a really good one. What was mine? Good. Oh, mine is also not going to be a romance because I feel like if we're having to convince you, yeah. you maybe are not a romance reader. Mm -hmm. If you're a romance reader, my Emily Henry pick for you is book lovers. What's your Emily Henry book? That, okay. That's mine too. I, okay. Uh, sometimes it's beach so that's read. Where you start. It's just been so long since yeah, I've read yeah, yeah. it. Same. Sometimes it's beach read, but it's definitely not people we meet on vacation. No. It's, okay. Oh, yeah. No. I mean, I mean it's, it's amazing, good. but it's it's Emily Henry. It's, but it's, it's I've never reread it, no. and I've reread all the others multiple times. Okay, so book lovers by Emily Henry. If you're like interested in dabbling into romance, Lions Den. If you're interested in dabbling into a can't put down thriller romance. Mm -hmm. And then mine that I know you love too is The Wishing Game, which is a 2023 book, which is yes. not a romance, but has a romance yes. plot to keep our just little, yeah, everyone loves romantic. romance in their heart, yeah, even totally. if they think they don't love a romance. And so it just has this like sweet romance plot line that's so unexpected and wonderful, but it's not the point of the book at all. It's magic. How do we sum up The Wishing Game? It's like if the author of narnia or mm -hmm. willy wonka like hosted a competition on a, at his house on an his island top readers yeah. on an island like he brings his actual readers into this like fantastical world it's like very willy wonka but real it's like, like heartwarming whimsical yes it's heartwarming it's right it's real so it like <sighs> it reaffirms your faith in people i loved yes. that book i it thought it was so good faith in people it was freaking fabulous. It was the first non-romance that I couldn't put down. Like I stayed up until 3 a.m. reading. I think I texted you the next day. I was yeah. like, what just happened? I just got addicted to a non-romance for the first time in the year. And it when you get so addicted good. to a non-romance, you kind of feel like, mm, see, I, look, I read I it all. Brilliant? Yeah, exactly. Am I better than everyone? <laughs> Wait, am I a Nobel laureate? <laughs> exactly. Um, Katie, you're the best. Thank you for coming. Oh my God, thank you for having me. Thank you.